what chapter it is for you, ladies and gentlemen, because it's a different chapter for me. I'm ahead of you all. Okay, so 750. Great. Go, go grab the book out of there. Outstanding. Let's start. And let me know when I'm breaking up. You can hear me, right? So let me know when I'm breaking up. Let us start immediately with a G at what you picked up from chapter seven. Dollar bill, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. <clears throat> All right, let's go. Immediately. I got plenty to talk about, but we're going to let you talk first. <clears throat> Remember last week we went narrow and just the text of the things. We're going to go S, uh, philosophical, metaphysical, and esoteric. Three different words, three different meanings. Go ahead. I'll meet your mic. You must... Uh, Ally yourself with a group of as many people as you may need for the creation and carrying out of your plan or plans for the accumulation of money, making use of the mastermind principle described in chapter nine. It says, but oh, I got, you know, form a mastermind group, get a mastermind group as quickly as possible. All right, break it down to me. Someone break it down. That's what it said. Someone break it down. Someone break it down for me. What does that mean? What does that mean, Carol? Can I say what it means? That means sure. Go ahead. That means that you have. We'll get you both. Go ahead, Brian. Ladies first. Ladies first. Ladies first. Go ahead, Carol. Okay. So that means that you have to get a group of individuals that are going to be kind of um, looking at your plan. Not only do you develop it, but they got to look at your plan too, and um, make sure that it's tight and that you're following through with it step by step. So they kind of keep you accountable, but they also give you insight when ideas are mine for that plan that you have. So um, they can help you tweak it. They can give you ideas. They keep you accountable. And if it, if it doesn't go through the way you think it does, then you just have to rethink it and keep going with it. But they just keep on that plan with you and you with them. So, that's how I see this, like um, a group of, of, of people that are all in the foxhole together trying to save each other. <laughs> yep, that's good. That's good. Brian? To pick I'm Carol. I'm sorry. I mean, Carol. To what Ms. Carol just said, I will uh, quote the words of the great Les Brown by saying, that if you are the richest person in your circle, you need to get you a new circle. What that means is that if you are the only person at the top, can't nobody else add value to you because everybody else under you are pulling away from you. So you need to surround yourself with people that's gonna stretch your mind to a place of greatness and not pull you back to a place of poverty. Okay, Brian, hold on real quick. In fairness, you didn't break up for everybody else, but you broke up for me. Do me a favor and repeat that one more time because I missed Definitely. every bit of balance. Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I, I, I can hear you now, but it wasn't your fault. It was my fault. Okay, no worries, no worries. I, I would say, you know, to back up what Carol just said and to add value to what Carol just said, I'm going to quote the great Les Brown, and he said, 
if you are the richest person in your circle, you need to get you another circle, which means that everybody in your circle are pulling from you instead of allowing you to be great. But you need to surround yourself around people that's going to stretch you and allow you to be great mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially, and not pull you back into the poverty you're trying to leave. Did you catch that? That's great. I heard, I heard you loud and clear that time. So I am, I am most excellent with that. Both of you are correct. Let us, I, in fairness, ladies and gentlemen, I'm walking hard all two hours. Just present thyself with Armin because is this what's the name what's the name of this chapter? Organized, Organized plan. And the part you were just talking about was what, Grace? What is what is the in six words, what were you what did you highlight that Carol and Brian talked about in six words? I can do it. Ally yourself with one or more persons. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody shouldn't be allied with you. Can we start the walking hard now? Is that okay? I ain't got the mastermind groups yet, but let's just, just stay here. Okay, let's just stay here for a moment. Antonio. Every, yes, ma'am. Sorry to interrupt you. Before you, just walk, before you walk hard, I have a very light question. Okay, light is good. Extremely light. Well, okay. Actually, I, it, it was on I, my mind. My Joe Logan voice. You know, <laughs> Jay. It was on my mind during um, Walk It Out Wednesday with Bryant because you guys have a term you use all the time. And I've never really asked you to define it fully. Can you tell me why, what okay. you mean when you keep saying you're dragging me or don't drag me? What, what could you define that? Oh, yeah, that is what they, that's these young folk around here. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a young old man. When I was 14, I was 40. And I, I like my scotch and my, what's, what's, the, what's the drink your grandma used to drink? Insure, like my scotch and my insure for these young folk. They're saying something so true that the truth is dragging you to a place of transformation is what that means. Willingly or unwillingly? Oh, more than likely it's unwillingly because okay. self <laughs> or introspection, no one likes to do, right? No okay. one likes to say it's all their fault. <laughs> no one... Now, only the elite, in fact, I'm glad you, this is a good question now, PJ. Uh, only the elite, ladies and gentlemen, by elite, I mean those who live in their dreams, blame themselves for the car accident they got into. Even if someone hit them, they say, you know what, I should have left five minutes early. Only the elite does that. Only the elite says, you know what, I, should, I just shouldn't have got with that event coordinator. I shouldn't have did that. That was my fault. I knew better. 
and I shouldn't have did that. It's not their fault. I'm not even mad at me for allowing him in my reaction. Did y'all hear me on that? I'm mad at them for allowing them into my reality. Everybody got me? All right. That's what the elite does. So we don't like introspection or, or self-reflection. So normally when they say dragging, they mean the truth is not setting you free. It is dragging you free. Be thou changed or be thou dragged is what they are saying. And then, of course, keep getting dragged and you'll change eventually. Help is available. Thank that, you. That's the very folk, Yeah, you're very welcome. These young folk, PJ, they are. Well, I'm about to walk hard. So, so it's sort of like we used to say, you're all up in my Kool-Aid, that sort of thing. That's it. That's okay. it. When preacher preaching a good sermon, you'd be like, ooh, he in my driveway. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you. That's what they're talking about. That's, that's what I'm talking about. All in Kool-Aid. Okay. Therefore, allow me to get in your Kool-Aid driveway or drag you right now. Everybody should not be next to you. See, here's our problem, okay? Well, Kool-Aid does have sugar in it. But this is Kool-Aid with no sugar. Before we even get to mastermind, he's setting up organized planning. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot organize with disorganized people. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to help y'all. I'm just trying to, old Baptist lady said, I'm trying to hope you. That was a drag right there, PJ. He just drugged with that, with that phrase. Some of you are allied with people who are non-leaders. Let me explain to you what non-leaders are. Let's walk, let's walk a little harder now. A non is someone who's not, well, let's, let's see. Someone who is a manager in a position of leadership. A manager will not make great changes to your organization. They will either manage it to small success or manage it into the ground. Old preacher once told me this way, uh, Tony, if you put a little man in a big church, he won't stop until that church is his size. Did I, am I making sense to you? PJ, did I make some sense to you? If, if you put a little man in a big church, he won't stop until that church is his size. Right? Chantel, I'm making sense to you. No. Okay, let's. Oh, let's, let's it, it makes it. it makes perfect sense to me. I just because you're in charge doesn't mean you're a leader. You know, just because just because you have abs- reins don't mean you should be driving behind you behind the wheel. Just because it was your idea, don't mean you should be leading it. Did I, did I? This ain't me. I got no agenda here. This is, I ain't even, had you not read this, I wouldn't even brought this up. Just cause it was your, yeah, but I, I got this cousin. He talked like this here. Nah, da, da, look here, da. I swear to God, he talked, he's, he's, he's almost 50. He talked like that. Da, look here, man, da. You know what I'm saying? Da, I don't think that's a good idea. And when he say, don't think it's a good idea, that's exactly what his voice sounds like. I promise you, I'm pretty good with impersonations. 
<laughs> and that's exactly what he sounds like, right? And I do Bernie Mac. No. Nice. Kid, are you? No. I mean, you know, Bernie Mac, you know, so we, we want this a little bit. But anyway, every time I can folks say it's not a good idea, what he's saying, PJ, is I didn't come up with it. So it's not a good enough idea. Ladies and gentlemen, be careful how you ally yourself with I ain't come up with it type people. On this journey to thinking and growing rich, watch how you ally yourself with it wasn't my idea, so I don't approve of it, PJ, type people. Y'all know them, don't you? <laughs> Am I the... So somebody give me an example of a, that's a good idea, but since I ain't come up with it, I don't like that idea. But as soon as you turn your back, I'm going to steal your idea type person. Go ahead. Somebody give it to me. Oh, okay. Try not to name names. Well, try not to name titles that everyone would know. The government, the church, and the school. All right, all right. You're doing what Tibbs is doing. All right, that's all right. That's all right. All right. Now, careful who you allow, ally yourself with. A group of as many people as you need is proper, but you don't need everybody. A group of people that you need is proper. But you don't need everybody. All right, let me see. Let me say it this way. Pay attention to me. I'm telling you from experience. You don't have to listen. But should you choose to do so, listen to me. Some of y'all are failing. People you have allied with, not because of you. Some of y'all, am, am I bringing up Some of y'all are failing because of the people you have allied your, yourself with, not because of the people. I mean, excuse me, not because of you, but because of the people you've allied yourself with. Or allying with the wrong motives, okay? So let's break this down this way. I want everybody to pay attention. You don't have to. My people have heard this. I'll introduce this new information to you, okay? Carol has a garden. In her garden, Source has told her, plant good seeds, Carol, and I'll give you a good harvest. Is that right, Carol? Would you agree with that by nodding of your head? Would you? Okay. Does anybody disagree with that? You have a garden, and you have been instructed by a power greater than you to plant good seeds and you automatically schedule a good harvest. Is anybody in disagreement with that? Here's where you are in disagreement with what's coming next. Then you get with Antonio, with his sorry self. And here you are, Carol, doing all the right stuff. But Antonio is confused about his own self. So now he confusing you about yourself. Anybody ever been there before? Come on, I wish I had somebody. I'm, 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 I'm in my groove now. You understand. Since I'm confusing me, let me confuse you. You stable. Let me unstabilize you so I can stabilize me. 
Now that's another garden. I have my own, Antonio has his own garden, but you know what I did with my garden, Carol? I asked I put a couple of fellas in my garden. You know, I put, I put toxic relationships in my garden. Come on, somebody know what I'm talking about. I have no friends in my family. I'm not cool with either of my exes. And the exes I am cool with, I convince you they crazy because I really want to holler at them and I'm sending them naked pictures right now. That's why they crazy to you. you, you this is a grown folk class. This is a, this, this, this is a grown folk class. Ain't no kids in here. I don't see no kids. Okay? okay. I don't know. Chantel might have kids behind her, so I'll watch it. But you understand? So I got my garden. But my garden is messed up, Carol. And you know what I'm tired of, Carol? I'm tired of reaping bad harvest from my garden. But you got this pretty old garden over there. So what I'm going to do, Carol, I'm going to convince you to let me plant seeds in our shared garden. Come on, I'm dropping Because we unite. We create a garden of common unity. There's a word for common unity. Community. Okay. So once we unite, Carol, I'm saying, listen, baby, I appreciate you. You're so good. Your curls is popping. You're a sexy older woman. You got it. You've been drinking milk for a long time. I tell you what I want you to do. Go ahead and keep your garden over there, baby. But let's, let's just me and you. Just give me, give me your income tax. I'll flip it. I'm sorry. That's my culture. I apologize. That's, that's somebody know what I'm talking about, though. That's Chantel and them. They know what I'm talking about. Okay. See, see you raise ahead. Let me, let me get off of that. But, but. In our shared garden, I get to tear that up. Because you gave me permission. You allied with me. Now, what's the point here? Now, Pia is doing all the right stuff in her own personal garden. But she got to reap my poison. Because I keep planting seeds in our shared garden. Y'all ever been there before? You, you keep saying, God, why is everything keep happening? I'm doing all the right stuff. Because who you've allied yourself with is forcing you to reap a benefit unworthy of you. Jerome, I don't think they heard me, Jerome. I don't think they heard me. I, 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 don't, I don't think they... I don't think they heard me. Some of y'all are paying for other people's harvests because you too nice to say no to their allyship or, or, or to their partnership. Who struggles with that right now? Who struggles? Who struggles with paying for other people's bad stuff because that's your cousin? Because that's your wife? Cause that's your husband. We're mm, gonna get personal here today. I'm waiting. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Okay, Antonio. <laughs> Go ahead, PJ. So, you've assessed all this. We analyze this. We're at the point. We're clear-headed, and I'm with you. But then we gotta ask ourselves before we make a decision to go forward and change some of that. Is it me or is it them? So how do you, what's, what's your litmus test to be sure? Is it you or is it them? Fair enough. 
let me give you the best litmus test. If y'all don't understand litmus, but anyway, y'all need to understand litmus test. Just you know, let's save time. It is a standard of things, like a cannon. It, it, it's a it's a piece of paper you put in to see if something's toxic. But anyway, all right, litmus test. Your best litmus test is prevention. The, there's two things that will stop you from being successful at the top of the list. Thing number one, a mental handicap. Can't do nothing about it. It's the only handicap that's a real handicap. But people are still successful. Thing number two is choosing your mate correctly. If you don't choose your mate correctly, you will suffer. You will not be as successful as you should be because you will be spending so much energy on stopping an argument that you never get prosperity. Prevention is this litmus test. Now to answer PJ's question. I didn't prevent. So what do I do now? PJ, here's what you do. This is where self-reflection comes in. This is where you have to be objective with your motives, your actions, and ask yourself, have I done 100% of the things to plant good seeds, regardless of what the other person has done? It doesn't matter if they deserve it. Because you, know you know what the universe doesn't care about? If people deserve it. If they deserve it, that's not your business. You know why it's not your business? Because if they deserve it, their harvest will come up upon them. It ain't your job to speed up someone's negative harvest. I'm talking in this place. PJ, as long as you have not planted bad seeds, you got to be objective here, okay? Introspection. As long as you have not planted bad seeds and you know this, you have not reacted to their foolery, then you have the right to walk away from their harvest because they are master creators and so are you. Fair enough, PJ? Yes, thank you. Yes, yes. Oh, very welcome. BJ, go ahead. All right, hold on. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the road running from the hurricane. But um, it's over with now. My question was, um, hold on. Yeah, so so say if you're on the opposite end of that, you know what I'm saying, like you got um, the imagination, you got everything planned, you done scoped out who you need to get in your plan to, to do what, but you lack temperance and all those other things you're talking about that'll stop you from planting bad seeds. So you done planted bad seeds and you got you got your plan of who you want to get in, get in place to do this and do that, but every time you get somebody in place, you ended up messing it up some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? You're always messing up church money. What we, what could you do to help get yourself nothing. to keep from Nothing. Nothing. The answer is nothing. You can't do anything to help it. Nothing. Okay? You can't, you can't help yourself? You can't help a bad harvest. If you okay. plant it, it's coming up. Now, how you help yourself is a different question. 
But your original question was, how do you help a bad harvest? Oh, yeah, you can't Ladies do that by that. Yeah. You don't get to plant poison and then pray. I beg you, check this poison into passion fruit. No, you don't get to do that. If you plant it, it's coming up. I need everybody to receive this. I, 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 I can feel the rejection. Ladies and gentlemen, everything in your life ain't somebody else's fault. It's absolutely your fault. And until you grasp this concept, you will not be a millionaire. You will not be successful. I have no problems telling you this. But she did it to me. So you let her in your life. Your fault. Your fault. If they are doing something to you, you vibrate at their frequency. Your fault. At their frequency, didn't do it to you. Timbers is asking, when do you flip a table? Now she's coming to the righteous in. <laughs> she's she's referencing the carpenter from Nazareth when he flipped tables. I'll answer that one after I answer the other part of the BJ's question, okay? You cannot, I need, every, 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 all of you write this down. I'm not playing, well, you can. You can play if you want to, but I ain't playing. You can't fix a bad harvest. You have to deal with it. If you plant it, you schedule the harvest. There's nowhere around it. How can you fix poison? By not planting it. It's the same answer I gave the PJ. The ultimate litmus test is prevention. So do you want Ebola or do you want to use a restaurant? Which one? What's easier? Is it easier to cure Ebola or is it easier to wash your hands? Prevention. I'm just I'm just saying. This is well not Ebola, E. coli. That's what I meant to say. Which, if you know science, that's even far more worse than Ebola, as far as on the nasty scale of things. But you get it. Prevention. BJ, you can't stop a bad harvest, bro. None of y'all. If y'all plant bad seeds, it's coming up in your life. Now, the answer to BJ's last question, he said, well, you can't help yourself? That was a different question. First, he asked, can you help your harvest? No. You can't help a harvest. You can, am I breaking up? You cannot help a harvest. Because if you plant it, it's coming up. Now, how do you help yourself if you know you have planted a bunch of bad seeds and now you've changed? Plant more seeds than the bad seeds you planted. Everybody write that down. Plant more seeds than the bad seeds that you planted. Am I telling you that you won't experience the bad seeds? Nope, they coming up. But at least they won't feel as bad because they'll be mixed with a good harvest. Let me know when y'all got that.
I got it. I got it. Um, then I had, no, I had hold another. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold I'm sorry. Before you ask your question. No, no. Before you ask your question, because I got to punch everybody. My solution was, and the universe's solution was, if you planted a bunch of bad seeds, the best thing you can do is plant more good seeds than the bad seeds. There's a problem with that. It's called average. That is the definition of average. This is why most of your lives, you can't tell if you're living a good life because you're getting all the bad and you say, ooh, I'm gonna change, I'm gonna change, I'm gonna change, I'm gonna change. And you plant these good things and now it's coming out in the wash all even. This is where mediocrity comes from. Average means less than extraordinary. Look it up. You are not sitting here to be average. Uh, BJ. Um, I was just going. I was just going to ask about temperance. Temperance, since, since that's that's one of, one of your things, being that you know you are um, skilled in, in in the ministries. I was going to ask you about temperance, and because I know he he says that that was an important part of having temperance when you in, in leadership and you bringing people in that uh, work in your mastermind. Yeah, that's 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 really good. This is a deeper. This is the deepest question we've gotten so far. Did everyone receive me telling you that if you mix a lot of bad harvest with a lot of good harvest, you're average? If your business has an average return on investment, that's what you're doing. If your marriage has average return on investment, that's what you're doing. Back to BJ. I want you, temperance is a good word. Because you can allow intemperance. Being patient is actually a bad word. We just been convinced by poor people it's a good word. To be patient means I don't like what I am dealing with, so I am going to deal with it until it passes. Can anybody find... Can anybody tell me why this is wrong in the law of, in, in, in view of the law of attraction? Why is this wrong? I don't like what I'm dealing with, so I will deal with it until it passes. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm, you will continue to get that which you don't like. So you're, you're stuck in your patient circle until you break it. How many of y'all are stuck in a patient circle? Patient, then you get a back breakthrough, and then you got to get something. You got to be patient about it again. Everyone, practice allowing things to come in your life. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. The faster you can get it over it, the faster you can get to prosperity. But what if I told you there is no such thing as bad? What if I told you it's just energy until you process it with your auto-suggestion? It's just energy. 
There is no such thing as good or bad. That's a lie. That's an objective, universal lie. It is. I'll prove it to you right now. Let's go philosophical. That's the best way to answer this question. When you say bad, you're comparing it to what? Because in order for something to be bad, you must compare it to what is good. Okay, so what is the good right now? What's the good? So, but the, every time you say bad, you're saying this is bad. This is this this is bad because I've compared it to good. Interesting. This is good. How you know it's good? Because I've had bad before. Do you see how when you say bad, this is why they, these are comparative verbs. Good, better, best. These are comparative verbs. They are for a reason because they compare. So when you say bad, you're saying in comparison to what is good. Okay, now process that for a moment. If you're saying this is bad in comparison to what is good, you're saying I'm very far away in gradations, levels, of what is good. Okay, I, I see Law talking about his mind is blown. I'm gonna blow it even more. If, you're, if I say this is bad, you're also saying in gradations, I am so far away from good. Tempest, if I'm so far away from being good, if that's my vibration, what do I do? Oh, you repeat the, the cycle. So if I'm saying it's bad, I'm also saying I'm so far away from good. So can I get a good harvest knowing that I'm admitting to source me I'm so far away from good? You can't. Words have power. You can take it from a philosopher. You can take it from James inside your Christian Bible. Life and death lies where? Well, I know Brian's gonna unmute his mic. He can't wait. He can't find it fast enough. He can't. He can't. The tongue, the tongue, the tongue. <laughs> the tongue. You already, knew I, you already knew I couldn't find my mute fast enough. Yeah. So Phil says evil is live, spelled backwards. The devil is live, spelled backwards. And then race cars, race cars, spelled backwards. <laughs> Humor consultant, leading the field, right? But then think about that for a moment. To say something is bad is a bunch of BS. And I say this with great respect to you. It's not that I mean to offend you, but I do mean to punch your social construct in the face. What's a social construct? It's an invisible world inside of your head that has rules. And since it has rules, it has governor to enforce and an executioner to kill anybody violating those rules. This is why when old boy or old girl hurt you, now the new one, when they even get close to it, those social constructs say, you ain't finna do this to me. I'm gonna do it to you before you do it to me. I wish I had some real folk. I, I wish I had some, some real folk. Social construct is an invisible world filled with rules that lives in your head. Ladies and gentlemen, you have a social construct in your head right now that's bad or good. That's BS. It's just energy. And then when the energy, I, I cuss Carol out. If Carol was to cuss me out right now, if Carol 
was to cuss me smooth out on this phone call right now, it wouldn't bother me one bit. Why? Because people are watching? No. I'm a psychologist. I'm... Cognitive behavior is my strong point. The first thing I'm going to say is, oh, look at her showing what's wrong with her. This, I, I'm practiced to understand her feelings about me are also showing me her feelings about her. So when do you stop dealing with your feelings about her? When do you stop dealing with your feelings about her? Because that's where I am. Where do I stop dealing with your BS feelings towards me? All right. Did everybody hear that? When do, when do I cut that off? With, with the law of allowing. No, and it's okay. It's not. She says it's not good enough. Let me get more practical. You cut that off the moment you feel a certain way. I cut them off. No, you ain't got to be. They can be them. They're not. But don't don't make them mutually exclusive. Okay. Sometimes you. It's if you make them mutually exclusive, then you're exclusive. You also got to cut off your mom when she makes you mad. Or your dad when he makes you mad, right? You can't, you can't cut off your wife because she made you mad today. So you can't make a, you can't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Does this make sense? Oh, Susan, you made me mad. I'm filled. Out you go. No, that's not the way. They, they did not get through thirty plus years of marriage <laughs> throwing out the baby with the bathwater, right? You can't do that. So everything can be mutually exclusive, but but. But some can. Let's define when we can get to these levels, okay? Very simple. Chantel is a master creator. If Chantel offends me, let me, let me tell you, Chantel. Let's, let's go with me personally. In two different cases, that, that, that I'm going right there, Phil, right where you say that. So I'm going right where Phil talked about. In two different cases, in about four weeks, I've had two people slightly upset at me over events, okay? Now, the most recent one, it was a pleasant conversation. This person has a level of awareness that is to be commended. Things just happen. It is what it is. Previously, this other person is still mad. For something they did. They're, they are mad at me right now for something they did to themselves. I'm going to react. I recognize that you are a master creator. I no longer choose to let you create me in your reality. Yeah, I missed it. I'm answering your question now. It's when I decide, yeah, I'm answering the question. It's when I decide, you know what? I only have in my reality what I manifest. And if you getting on my nerves, is in my reality. Like Phil said, can't nobody make me mad at me. I've manifested your mistreatment of me. I have two options. Option number one, blame you. Ineffective. Option number two, recognize 
that something Chantel is doing to me is offending me. The problem is with me of something I haven't let go yet. So what I do is let the issue go and I also let the person go. Now, I'm not saying let it go in y'all hip-hop way, fall back, game strong. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying I release you to go bother someone else, which isn't bad. You know why bothering someone else isn't bad? Chantel, because if you want to go bother someone, if you want to go abuse someone else, those people that you abuse are vibrating at the frequency of your abuse. Therefore, you're a master creator in the abusing, and they're a master creator in wanting to receive your abuse. So I let you go to the people that will better make you a master creator. The moment I am offended by you, I am processing the information. I've got good friends and they ask me a question. I was like, yeah, you totally took that too far, buddy. And then, and then they're like, oh, okay, my bad. And, and we, we never mentioned it again. What, Antonio? Yes, ma'am. I got you next, PJ. You said I'm going to let you go bother or annoy somebody else. But it's not them going to, it's them going to vibrate with somebody who's going to be bothered. No, it's more than that. The truth is, the people they're going to bother is not a bother at all. Mm. It's just a word I use because I have a limited language. The people, let, let, let's, let's say I'm an abuser. Let's say I'm an abusive boyfriend. I'm, I'm dating, I'm an abusive husband, and me and Jerome are together, okay? Me and Jerome are husband and husband, and we're together, okay? I'm an abusive husband. Guess what? Jerome is vibrating at the frequency of my abuse because whether Jerome wants it or not, he wants my abuse. So am I bothering Jerome or am I giving Jerome what he secretly desires? And you have to respect, Chantel, that I'm just going to release you so you can go to where others secretly desire your behavior Tempest, because I no longer desire it. The moment I have discovered that you're bothering me, I'm going to ask myself a real question. I'm going to say, Tempest, is this what we are creating in our reality? Tempest is going to say no. Then Tempest, no matter what that relationship is, no matter how close they are, Tempest is going to say, I love you. And since I love you, I'm going to release you to the people that will let you live the highest expression of yourself, which is an abuser, but you can no longer do it here. See, the problem with y'all is y'all think highest expression of yourself got to be positive. Ain't no such thing as positive or negative. It's like there's no such thing as good or bad. It's not. If I'm an abuser and I want to get with an abusee, it's just a manifestation of what we both want. You don't have to like it. There's no positive, no bad. Now, the way you, well, someone's going, well, surely there's a positive. Surely there's a bad. 
No. What there is is something that serves you, something that does not. Something that serves your supreme destiny, something that does not. By that, you use it to attract your vibration. This is bad, this is good. But the truth is, me being an abuser is just energy. It's just energy. That's it. And the person who wants to be abused, well, I would never want to be abused. Yes, you do. You just aren't doing it on purpose. Your environment has taught you, your mom, your dad has taught you, your church has taught you, stay in a relationship for 40 years to look good, but don't be happy. So to answer Tempest's question concisely, you let someone go when you realize they are ill affecting you. Now, ask yourself, do I need to let this person go? Is this something, am I overreacting? Do I need to walk away from this event? Do I need to let this person go? Do I need this, do I need that? Okay, this is someone I want in my life. I just don't like their behavior. I'm gonna allow for them to do that behavior. Here's the solution. And I'm only gonna focus on the behavior I want them to give to me. If I'm only focused on the behavior I want them to give to me, they cannot give me the behavior I do not desire. Welcome to mastermind groups. I'm, I'm pushing this for a reason. Pushing this for a reason. PJ, go ahead. Give me some, give me some input and value. <laughs> do my best. First of all, yeah. I want to I I address Tempest. Tempest, I want to thank you because the question you just asked, I've been listening to your Plant Better recordings all week, trying to catch up and get it done. And I felt like the answer to what you asked, I heard from you all through those recordings. I can't articulate it all right now, but it helped get me to a point this week where I got it and I understood how to do what you just Good. said, to let Good. something go, allow people to be who they're going to be. But I did not have to have that in my space. And the words you use, it was not going to be any longer be a part of my reality. And I, I took accountability to, I know, that's right. to, to, to what I allowed, what I helped create, what I brought in and all that good stuff. But what I was just getting ready to send out the exit door because enough was enough. You know, sometimes maybe it has to get to the language of when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Or you realize you really don't want to be at that level. But whatever it was, and not feel pain about it after. Because usually I would be like mourning a decision like that. You know, I, I would be mourning it because I want to be at that. I didn't mourn it at all. It was one of the best things I ever did. I felt so good the next day. I got back on my diet. And if you diet, good. you understand what that means, being in the zone. And me and food had a, a, a wonderful relationship this week. It's getting a little weak now. <laughs> good, good. So I just want to thank you, Tempest, and say, I know you already have the answer because you gave it to me in your recordings. So thank you. <laughs> mm. Go ahead, Tempest, you can respond. Uh, thank you. I guess P 
teaching it and applying it is not the same thing. <laughs> and I forgot about those videos until you just mentioned it. So I do know what I need to do to take my own advice. So thank you for that reminder that I already have the answers in me. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome, because we all know it's so much easier to help somebody else than it is to help ourselves. And that's that's why we all got to have our own coaches and take these classes, even though we could help somebody 100%, but we need somebody else to show us a little light, too. So you're welcome, and thank you, too, again. Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with that. In your organized planning, in your mastermind, Y'all, it's gotta be people there. I, I I don't know. I don't know how y'all. I don't know what the hell y'all thought was going on. I, I don't, I'm not sure how y'all thought people wouldn't go be there. I'm I'm confused. Some of you have friction in relationship in your life, and somehow you think you are a good person. Did Did I not say three minutes into this I was gonna walk off? Okay. Some of you, you have friction. Uh, uh, let's, let's do some introspection. PJ, remember I said people don't like to do introspection? Let's do some introspection right now. Some inner self-looking objectivity. How many of you are cool with your parents if they still alive? Cool with your kids if they still alive? Cool with your friends if they still alive? Cool with your cousins if they still alive? Just think about it. I ain't got no friends. Yeah, you the damn problem. You are a problem. You can't be here alone on planet Earth, but your God is not alone in himself. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. And then you're going to take all your trash and act as if, oh, you know what? I'm great. None of us get to put our trash on other people, but all of us are great. You know what the problem comes in at? When you think you're great, but no one else is. Did y'all hear me? I said the opposite of what, what some of your pastors would say. I said all of us are great. Where we go wrong is to think that we're so great, but only who we choose to pick is great. I got that from Shannon Clark two years ago. Shannon Clark said, the great philosopher, Shannon Clark. Come on, hello. She said, some church folk don't act like God can save all people they want him to save. I swear she said that. I'm not even lying. That's not even my... I, I wish I would quote it. That's, I mean, I wish I could steal it, but I, I don't. I got integrity. Shannon Clark says, some of us act like we only want God to save the folk we want him to save. That's our problem. Our problem is all of us are great. But when it comes to us, we think we're greater than other people. I am not greater than anybody on this phone call. I just happen to be ahead of you in awareness, not because I'm greater than you, because I've been on this journey for 30 years. 
I've been self-developing since I was six years old, locked in a trash can that other people put me in. I was making fish by the time I was 20. Employed, how many people would you say was in Paper Chester Records? Employed over 20 people at 2018. At 22, I had at 22 employees. I'm not good. I grew up fast. Don't make me no better than Grace. And how dare I think because I'm Antonio T. Oh, you see my video on Goldcast? Only celebrities get on Goldcast. Can't none of y'all hang with me. Let me talk bad about you. That's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Some of y'all know people who have fallen out with me. You ask him what he did, they go, oh, you know, he just did stop. Because I ain't did nothing. And I'm not going to do anything. And if I do anything, I'd tell you and they'll tell you. The goal here is to remember that when we are organizing our thoughts with each other, there is a damn each other. It's, it's in the book. That's okay. I'll read the second thing. I actually for quotes, right? I'll read the second quote that you were going to pick up. Before forming your mastermind alliance, decide what advantages, benefits, and benefits you may offer the individual members of your group in return for their cooperation. That's actually in the book. Right there. It's number two, ain't it? On page 116 in the modern book, it's number two. <laughs> I mean, think about it. It says, Carol, baby, you got some gifts. What I want you to do is hone your gifts and give them Chantel for the cooperation. Uh-oh. Cooperation. That's a verb. That's the action. Operation is a mission. To co-op that mission is a mission together. But do so you can work together. Or or you so Antonio. Everybody's beneath you. Since you the teacher, you can't listen to when BJ got a question. So you're not going to answer Jerome calls? Let me, let, let, I'm going to be very transparent, okay? I'm going to be very, y'all ready for my transparency? Oh, y'all ready for my transparency? I'm going to be my transparency. Actually, you know what? I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to do it. Jerome, I'm, you, you might. I'm not even going to do it. Unmute your mic, Jerome. Yeah, I, I said this. I said, 
<laughs> you don't get to this chapter and just ease your way through this chapter. <coughs> Somebody shoot Jerome a text. Some unmuted mic and let number three. Arrange to meet with the members. What? Of your mastermind group at least twice a week. And more does it say more often? more often if possible until you have watch it jointly perfected the necessary plan for the accomplishment of your goal there's too much there this is way too much there arrange who knows can somebody give me some let's see jack i was actually just thinking about you two days ago sure was i really was i really was thinking about you i was like where's my that's my buddy Jack that had the dream wall on. I really, I really, really was thinking about you two days ago. Okay. <laughs> Brian, unmute your mic. You know, Brian is a slick, silver tongue. Yeah, he, he got them words. I need Brian and Jerome. Yes, I do. I am double certified. Right. And what words do you need me to spit to double educate? Certified. The people of today. Double certified. What would you what would you say arrange means in your Okay, my time? mic's unmuted, but I can't hear y'all. Okay, <laughs> now we can hear you now, Jerome. Can you hear me, Jerome? I can't hear you. You can't? You can't hear me? Oh. Okay. We gotta call him in or something. <laughs> Somebody call him in. <laughs> can you hear me, Jerome? I got a bad connection. I don't know why. I just Oh, he got a bad connection. That's bad all right. That's okay. But I'm, okay, no but problem. I'm here. I'm here in spirit. Okay. I'm all I'm, right. <laughs> you can't hear I'm me. pushing out my spirit. No, I'm, I'm pushing spirit. out my vibe. I'm pushing it out. All right. Yeah, okay. You're pushing it out, Push it, sir. Push, push, it, sir. push it, man. Bring it for you with good vibe. We're going to get your. This is what you do. Shout it, pepper your push. I'll push it, sir. Put in chat. Jerome, Grace is going to call you on three way. Grace get from your phone the video and then call him in so he can hear. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna pass Jerome in on three way so he doesn't have to miss a thing, okay? And everybody let's mastermind and stick together. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Look at your chat. 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 I was trying to point to the chat. Okay, Brian, while he's getting on, Grace of the Passion Man, define arrange for us. In, in any way, in layman's terms. No? Okay, okay. Yeah, because you know, you know what I was about to say. In which way? Arrange, yeah, arrange just in a, in a general tense without even going to Merriam-Webster's dictionary nor any theological book at this very moment. I would say arrange means to precisely place in order the proper techniques. Say no more. I like okay. it. I like it. I like it. Say no more. I'm going to go back and read number three with Brian's definition. To precisely set in order the proper technique to meet with the members of your mastermind group at least twice a week. Did y'all hear that boy? That boy gave. He did it better than Napoleon Hill. Arrange is the first word, number three. Stop, I'm man. Still on number three. Stop. 
It's still in your book, huh? It's still in your book. Hey, hey, you're going to quit using me. Hey, you're going to quit using me for my wordplay, okay? <laughs> All right, man. To precisely, all right, man, set in order the proper technique. All right, man, so let's deal with that. How can you precisely set in order the proper technique when you think you're better than other people? Flip it when you think you're inferior to other people. How many of you suffer from low self-esteem? And in groups, you can't even give your opinion because you don't want to look stupid. Come on. Come on. I, I, how many of you don't talk because you don't want to look stupid? Come on, we're not going to do that. -uh. I, would, I will make this call harder. We're not gonna, how many of you don't say nothing in groups for the fear of looking stupid? Come on. You, you know who it is. Okay, used to. Yeah. We said she used to. Okay, Grace is yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm working on that one. Okay. Go ahead, Jack. Yeah, Go we, ahead. Yeah, we just talk, and other people are interested, especially with veterans, learning about how you recover and how you move up and move out to get a better life. That's it. See it? We don't want to talk out because we feel too this isn't just being listen it's not just being thinking you're better than people some of y'all think you worse than people so you stifle your light so the world could never benefit i'm, I'm talking today i'm talking and going through the book at the same time you got jerome jerome can you hear me all right there he is all right we got you we's gonna get you jerome we won't gonna let you miss an idle word you know, Brian says the Bible. I'm just trying to do. It. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just that's that Brian's line. That's not my lane. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen, how can you be in a mastermind? How can you be? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. In a mastermind with the only mind. You know what? They, 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 they missed me on that one, Jack. They missed me on that one. And that was, come on, y'all. There is no mastermind. There can't be. Listen, there's a, there's a fundamental difference between people like me and people who are not like me. And by me, I mean lots of money. 
and people who are not. We use teams. Name me somebody that you look up to that don't have a team around. Come on, go ahead. Give it a try. I dare you. You know what poor people do? They say things like, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. How is that working out for your income? Because I can tell you right now, as me sitting here, I am broke. But my investments accounts say a lot different. I do not. Jerome sent me an email so cold. Me and Tempest email so cold. We read every word, read it together. What I look like saying, Jerome, man, hey, man, bro, don't, we don't want to hear that, man. I got this together. That's invalidation. Reason why some of y'all are broke is because you have to date your coworkers and your customers. Jerome, I sent you a message this week. Well, we, we, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have Jerome say this here. For masterminders, I'll tie it together. Jerome, I sent you a message. That's, and be, it's okay. Be transparent. You can make me, you know, look, look sensitive and stuff. Is you on? I unmute you on the computer. Okay, got you. So, Jerome, go ahead and, and tell us what happened. What email I sent you? Uh, you got to do it. It's not letting me do it. There you go. and Silver Spring, Maryland, I, look, I don't live far from there. And so I knew that uh, Antonio was coming to town and so was Tempest. Um, I ended up getting, I, I sent out the four people to come and meet Antonio for this business meeting, specifically to meet Antonio, okay? Well, the night before, I get a text from uh, um, Tempest saying that there was a family emergency and Antonio would not make it. And I said to myself, you know what? I scheduled this. It's for my benefit. It's for my business. I'm going to be there because obviously there's something there for me, and I'm going to be there. So when I got there, out of the four people I invited, three showed up. And I told them, sorry, Antonio's not going to be able to make it. It was a family emergency, and stuff happened. But obviously there's something here for me. I'm looking for that. I don't know what you're looking for. I'm going to get mine. And let me tell you, folks. It was off the hook. Great A speakers, knowledge, everything. And of course, I gave a shout out to ATS, come to find out that there were people there who listened to ATS. One of it is not in the university. So I sent back an email saying, hey, somebody need to talk to her. We need to get her in the university. But the thing about it was, I got blessed anyway. Then Antonio sends me an email apologizing 
for missing the meeting. And I told him, excuse me, you don't need to apologize for an emergency. Emergencies will happen. Excuses will happen. It's what you do with it. And I say, thank you. And then he turns around and sends me an email and says, Jerome, I'm going to be back there 28th, 24th to the 28th if you're available. I got something on the 26th, but I'm available on 308. And then he had the audacity to send me the train ticket, letting me see he would be in town, in the place, hello. And I'm sitting there going, wow. And I see my people, he's coming back, but he's coming back for three, four days instead of one day. How do you like me now? <laughs> and I didn't ask him to tell me to do this. I didn't ask him to do that. He did that for my benefit. And I'm truly, truly grateful. I'm truly, truly grateful. But the interesting thing was, I wanted them to meet Antonio above everything. But when Antonio couldn't be there, I told them, I'm looking for something for me in my business, regardless, because Antonio not being here, that's a sign for me to pay attention. And let me tell you folks, I've paid attention and I've benefited from it. And so did it, and so did the people that came. The people that came with me, they said, yeah, thank you, Jerome. We really, really appreciate this. We got so much out of it. Because they came anyway. And I didn't make an excuse of him not being there. Because guess what, folks? Some of you have heard me say this before. You don't need Antonio's permission to make money. You don't need his permission right, to make now. money. Your business. Come on now. You take what you can use. You clean from it. And you keep it moving. And then you go back and you check and say, Tempest, Antonio, how we doing? Are we okay? And you keep it moving. This is your business, folks. If I've learned nothing from ATS, if I've learned nothing from coming on these things, that's why tonight, even though look, I couldn't hear nothing you were saying, I was good in the beginning, and then everyone out there, you know what? I'm going to stay on regardless because you know what? This is what I'm here for. This is about my business. And what did Antonio do? Great. Hook him up. And I'm telling you, folks, this is what this man has been doing for my business. Okay? So I'm getting, and I was over, and I was reading the chat box. Hello? I'm telling you right now, still getting blessed. Even though I'm getting I'm getting everything I intended, That's I'm still it, getting right. something. You're right. 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 And came back and gave me both reasons. Both. Put on now. Don't tell me you can do it. Go. Right. <laughs> no, that's good. So why did I have Jerome say that? Let's let's see if we can tie it together. If, if, you know, maybe I'm bragging about me or something. Or maybe number four is about to punch all of us in the face. Who wants to be kind enough to read us number four? All right. Number four says maintain perfect harmony between yourself and every member of your mastermind group. Here is what happened in Great Transparency. It's not that I missed Monday's event. This was Denise Hill's event. I love Denise Hill. Denise Hill was so kind to me for forgiving me for missing her event. Jerome was so kind for me for forgiving. He spent four other tickets. These tickets were not $2, okay? He spent four other tickets plus himself. He bought five tickets just to see me and hear from me so I can. And both of them had people that they were going to sit me down with so I can give them one-on-one. I was just there for a day and a half. Is it, am I breaking up? I want everybody to process this information. I was only supposed to be there through the 6th to the 8th 
but the six had nothing to do with Silver Springs. I was supposed to be in Laurel, Maryland, doing a podcast. And I was going to be there for the seventh through the event. And then the rest of the seven, and I was flying out early morning in the eighth. Okay? Oh, okay. I messed up my schedule. All right. And that is. I tried it. I got my dates wrong. That's why I don't run my calendar. Tempest said I tried it. Okay, but you get it. I immediately apologize. It's not that I miss Maryland. I mean, it's not that I miss DC. I missed my flight by a couple of minutes. And it was the last flight headed to DC. It's not that I missed the flight. I missed the very last option of any flight in America heading to DC. Is everybody following me? I didn't miss the event because I had a family emergency. My family emergency made me miss the very last option to getting to DC. Yep. I had no other options. Tempest tried. She even went to Spirit Airlines. Y'all don't understand the struggle. I'm just, y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand the struggle. Yeah. <laughs> I know Jack ain't never been on Spirit, but she even went to Spirit Airlines, okay? Okay, now here's what I did. Apologize to them both. They were both very kind, very receptive. So if you know Denise here, if you know Jerome, give them both love. They're very kind people. I love them both. I said, hey, I, I gave y'all my word that I was, gonna, I was gonna train you two plus your people. I'm not gonna violate my word. Oh, I have an option. I can come out there to the 24th or the 28th. Who just noticed something different? I went from one day to give them four days. Somebody missed it. That's okay. okay. Come on. I went from one day. I've already contacted some of Denise people. I'm going to have Jerome contact all his other people. I will, go, I will Uber to where they live, wherever they are, because it's not Texas, right? It's not Texas. You know, Texas, you spend 17 hours driving in Texas and you're still in Texas. This is, this is East Coast. You hit, you know, two hours to put you in through two different states, right? So I'm an Uber to wherever they want me to go to teach whatever they want me to teach. And I ain't charging a dime. Mm. And I said to myself, well, if I was going to give them 24 hours, I should multiply that by three. That's just... Common sense. This is what, now in my head, and I, I don't mean this to offend any of you, but in my head, I said, this is what Jesus would do. This is, this is what I said in my head, okay? I don't, I don't mean to offend your religion. It, it could be whatever. You, you get what I'm saying? But this is what I said in my head. In my head, I say, you know, do one for the Father? Are you okay? I, I, I don't, don't want to pop a bride. I don't, don't want to pop a bride. Okay, okay, gotta, gotta, gotta. <laughs> exactly. So I four days, and I tempest secured the tickets today. That we, we went through a little like, I, and I sent Brian. I mean, I sent Jerome and Denise the itinerary. Like, like this is for real. I'm coming. Like I paid for my tickets for four days. Yeah, I know tickets don't cost two dollars, right? My own dime, my own hotel. Why? Because I'm a nice person. Nope. Because I feel bad? No. Because Denise and myself have been talking for a long time, almost two years now. 
helping each other, swapping resources without charging, things like that, right? <laughs> Jerome and I have been talking since April, swapping resources without charging, right? We are mastermind group. Right. And it's not fair that I cancel on them and then say, oh, well, maybe next year. No, how about two weeks from now? Number four, what does it say? Maintain perfect harmony between yourself and every member of your mastermind group. Am I saying I did them a favor? No, I'm saying that they did. Denise put on the event to put me in harmony with her. Jerome bought five tickets to put me in harmony with him. So the least I'm gonna do is come back out. I got no other agenda. I'm only going to DC from the 24th to the 28th to see these two and whatever they want me to do. I have no other agenda. I'm just gonna make sure I got some food money. <laughs> but, but do you get it? Now, now ask yourself, I just wanna be honest. I gotta be honest, because I had to actually tell someone this today I thought I was tripping. I had to actually tell someone this today. I let someone go off on me, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, let me ask you a question. How many people do you know of my status that has, in fact, forget my status. How many people do you know, period, that has missed an event and then went on their own dime to do four times more for the event to show up and make up for the damage they may have caused? This is the principles of organized planning. It's not that I'm a good person. It's that I live and breathe this book. Oh. And for me to go, all right, man, that's cool, man. Listen, I, I, thank you. Uh, sorry you spent, you know, $500, Jerome, but, you know, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Appropriate. He spent $500, I'm going to spend $500. Especially when my hard work has allowed me the opportunity to afford it. It's not right that I would let them not be in harmony with me when they did all this damn work to be in harmony with me. My family problems ain't they fault. Best I can do is make it up the best way that I can. Now, I ain't said all that. I had, I had Jerome tell you, because my, 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 I have a mentor. He's a great guy. His name is Mark Davenport. He is, is my financial mentor. Actually, he's not even, that's not even right. That's, that's disrespectful. He's not my financial mentor. He is my big brother. He doesn't teach me just finance. He's, he happens to know finances, but he teaches me finances. But he's not my financial mentor. He is a life mentor. Don't do stupid stuff type mentor, right? He says it this way to me. He says, A calls me A. He says, if you say it about you is fiction, if somebody else say it about you is facts. So I had Jerome tell y'all the story because you'll believe him. Had I told you the story, you'd be like, oh, you know what? Well, he just trying to make himself look good. I'm not. It actually makes me look bad. But the transparency proves a point. And the point is, number four, 
You make harmony with the people in your mastermind group. You sit your funky ego aside. You crucify your ego before your ego crucifies you. You stop acting like you better than other people and you're being broken than other people. Those are facts. Those are facts. How dare me, us, you, be so perfect that you're imperfect to people? It's inappropriate. Number five. Oh, I ain't no number five. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I have a number five note of this chapter. So you ain't getting, you ain't, you ain't. You are engaging in an undertaking. That's for A. That's for A? Okay, that's for A. That's for A? All right, okay. Sorry, A or B. No, I won't. No, I won't. Because I want to I finish dragging you, as the young folk would say. You are engaging in an undertaking of major importance. This is about that. Did y'all know that the most important thing that you would ever do on planet Earth is to serve people? I don't know what I don't know how y'all got this wrong. How, how do you have wrong? Serving people is your only blessing. It's your greatest resources. Do you have okay, okay, let, let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Jerome, going back to Jerome, okay? I should go with Jerome and Jack because they next to each other on my screen. I see Jack. I see Jerome. I treat them both correctly. And I genuinely treat them both correctly. You know what Jerome and Jack going to do for me? They're going to freely donate me money, not out of their pocket, but out of the connections they have. Uh, you got to be Antonio. Oh, no, sir. Mr. Paul, my name is yes. Jack, and you have to meet. Right? You get it? You have to meet Antonio. This guy, he's young, but I'm telling you, there's something special about him. And then I get $2.5 million. And they know they gave me $2.5 million. And they say stupid stuff like, I'm so glad you got $2.5 million. It's like, the, the, the yes. Their connection, bless me. You get it? Because people are your greatest resource. You should write that down. People are your greatest resource. And if you keep abusing people, you're going to stay broke. You, you have to treat people right. And when you tell people that you're going to pay them, freaking pay them. And if you can't pay them, organize a plan. So pay them. I'm literally doing that right now. I have two dear people. I've been organizing our plan. Two dear people that I want to give. Well, I want to give. I owe them six thousand dollars. So you know we gonna now. Nah, nah, I ain't paying it with my income. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> and assets. Y'all don't understand. I let my water get cut off if it's going to affect my income. So I, team, am I lying? I would let my water get cut off. 
before I've messed with my income because all it tells somebody like me, because I'm, I'm serious about prosperity. If I can't pay my water bill with my revenue, my plan was messed up that month. Do better. Now suffer with this water till you get it work, till, till you get it right. Ooh. I think I'm playing. <laughs> who who, who, who want to go? Who want to go? Don't matter. Who want to go? You go. Go that, ahead. That's, that's why my cord was off last time. Can you hear me? <laughs> okay. As Antonio went, was it eight months? Yeah. Went eight months without water. Deanna and I helped him fill up water jugs full of water. <laughs> I, I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you. We helped him fill them up because oh. he said, I'm not going to let my money die. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to let his money, yeah. He, he he don't like his government that much, so he not gonna let his money die to then give it to the all to the government, to where oh. in actuality where he can make it grow. They think I'm playing. I ain't paid that water bill like eight months. That water because I was coming for like eight months. I right, yeah, I think I'm playing. I had well over a million dollars and would not touch it. <laughs> Because the company I'm working on couldn't pay the water bill. Y'all think I'm playing? I ain't playing. I am not playing. Y'all the ones that play with y'all prosperity. I'm dead serious. I refuse. I, I, man, look, because you want to tell me, oh, you know what? Well, you must not be, or okay, well, you're not really, okay, whatever you say. Your opinion of me don't go in my bank account. <laughs> it don't. Oh, boy. But you know what do go in my bank account? How I make you feel when I leave the room. That stays in my bank account. They missed that one. They missed that one, Grace. <laughs> Your negative opinion of me that you got because you got your ego or some superficial, fragile, alpha male ego, all that, that don't go in my bank account. But how I make you feel the room when I leave, Chantel, that's the only thing my bank account is worth. How I make people feel when I leave the room is equal to how many dollars I have in the bank. Wow. <laughs> Is this impactful? I mean, yeah. am I am I yeah. am I stretching dimensions and knocking the scales from the eyes? I only have in my bank account. It's, it's a few of them. They they are right. How I make people feel about me. If you broke, you make people feel really trashy about you, and you don't serve enough people. You're gonna write that down. If you're broke, you make people feel poorly about you, and you don't serve enough people. See, that's what you don't like. The only way to be short on money is because you were short on serving. Oh. Well, I'm going to talk in this place today. <laughs> 
Antonio, repeat that just one more time, please. Sure can. The only reason you're broke is because you treat people poorly and you don't serve enough people. That's, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, this is a fact. You ain't got to like me. Earl Nightingale said it before me. He said it in a more uh, SAT way. I gave it to you. My guy was from 807 38th Street, Galveston, Texas, 77550. That's how I said it. That's the hood, if you don't know. <laughs> I gave you the real address of the hood in Galveston. <laughs> now, understand, you can only make money by serving people. Now, you can make money, but that's counterfeit. You have to serve people. You have in your bank account the amount of people you serve. Sorry, but that's the truth. And if you broke, you don't serve. If your business isn't profitable, you ain't serving nobody. That's what Zig Ziglar says. That's exactly what Zig Ziglar says, yes. Yeah. And we all borrow from Holy Hill. <laughs> Every self-help book that came out after Thinking Girl Rich is all the borrow from the Holy Hill. I guarantee you that. <laughs> Honestly, though, you're broke because you stop serving people. I, every time I get to this chapter when I teach this book, it is, it is the roughest chapter. No, it's not. It's the second roughest chapter. Because when I get to sex transmutation, it's over. Over. Just, just, just over. That, yeah, that one is going to blow your mind. But this one is all about serving people in a mastermind. Your mastermind group don't have ideas because you got an ego. They have ideas because you're in harmony. And all of you are one idea away from being a millionaire. But you can't get the idea out your mastermind group. It's the truth. But this is, this is in tune with my brand. I say what I say. It just is what it is. I, I would do this. I would have said that on church stage. I am what I am. Okay. Yeah. I need you to understand that you, ladies and gentlemen, are not getting your million idea because you're creating a mil million dollars less in self-esteem in people. I learned the ego is edging God out. So yes, sir. That's it, Jack. You're right. Get the ego right. away. Give it away. Stop edging God out. I prove it to you. This, 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 this is, I mean, edging God out, you messing up. There's a law called the law of compensation. Doesn't matter if you believe in it. It's a universal law. It says that you can't get more out of this universe than what you put in. Earl Nightingale is the strength Man can't say, stove, give me heat. Then I'll add the wood. That, you can't do that. You just can't do that. You just you can't say stove. Give me some heat. Then I'll add the wood. Nope. That's the law of compensation. You can't say ground. Give me some fruit. Then I'll put in some seeds. Nope. No. The greatest gifts you've ever been. The greatest. The most expensive things you ever had. You were born with. 
the, the most expensive things you've ever had you were born with, how many of you on your deathbed, not able to breathe, are going to think about your money? Nope. You're going to think about, nope. I wish I can breathe unassistedly. The mere fact that all of you have been breathing for one hour and 35 minutes without even thinking about it, that's one of the greatest gifts you have right now. And how did you get that gift? Your parents had to give seed first. I missed it. I went straight. Dioxy, uh, nucleic, no. Deoxy, yeah, there it is. The deoxyribonucleic acid on them. I went straight. You, you understand? They, 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 you know, you got, what is it? Is it 13 pairs of chromosomes? It's 26. It's, yeah, okay. No, it's, no, it's, not, it's not right. It's 22, 23 pairs of chromosomes. That's what it is. All right. I'm sorry. I'm just a nerd in me. I had to solve that before I figured it out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all are broke. Don't go professor on us. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're bad people. Now, there is no good or bad. No, there is no good or bad. So let me define that. You're broke because your behavior does not serve people. It serves you. That's why you always broke. That's why your business is not profitable. And I know why. And here's the deal. You praise the Lord. I know, you know how many people I know that would praise the Lord and give God thanks, but then cuss people smooth out? And then expect the Lord to bless your negative behavior? Really? Really? You serve a God that lets you cut down people and he lifts you up? Really? Because that ain't the way it, that's crazy. <laughs> It's insane. You you yeah. use religion to be mean. <laughs> cool. Come on, I don't, no, no, no. This is my this is my book, my chapter. I got it. My class, my I paid for this. You pay. Stop being mean. Section B. <laughs> you must have the uh, no. I'm sorry. To a uh, section A. Excuse me, because I didn't even finish section B. Section eight. To be sure of success, you must have plans which are faultless. Now, this part here, I'm talking to my empaths. I'm talking to my religious folk. Brian, where you at? Is he here? Unmute your mic, Brian. I don't care how loud your background is. I don't care how loud your background is. Come on, come on, preacher. Unmute your mic. Yeah. Oh, I'm here. All right. You religious I'm folk back. always want you religious folk always. Hey, 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 I'm not religious. Y'all all, well, okay then. You folk who died of the church's food of the Lord always want to stop your negative seeds. No, no, no. And guess what? You don't get to be an empath and a good person and don't have a damn plan. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. I'll prove it to you. The best, most honorable, righteous, Christ or Allah serving people that you know get paid the less.
Go ahead, think about it. Those are facts. Hard work don't mean money. Hard work does not mean money. I was talking to a guy this day, and this guy was telling me how this other guy tried to sleep with his wife, and we both know the guy. Okay? We both know the guy, guy, was, guy was trying to sleep with life. That's deaf words, if you don't know. I don't, I don't know if y'all know that. I mean, I'm just saying these are deaf words, but you know, hey, to each his own. Tempest said, that's how you meet the Lord. To each his own. Okay. But well, we need to have a conversation. Okay. But we talked about the guy. And I said, oh, that's, oh, you talking about Antonio. Yeah, Antonio is a false dude, right? This is, I'm using myself because I, I don't want to speak evil over nobody. I'm very cautious with planting seeds in the wrong area, okay? Oh, yeah, man, Antonio is a false dude. Okay. But then I said, but you know what? Antonio will be successful. Dude said, why? Because he sure knows how to play and manipulate people. And that's all it really takes to be successful, to make people fall in love with you. Now, y'all ain't got to like that. All you smart, hardworking people that don't want to go to work and actually be friends, that's why you keep getting passed up for that management position. Because don't nobody promote somebody they don't want to work with. Am I, am I, am I walking home? Am I breaking up? Don't nobody want to work with you? Every time you come to work, the whole mood change. You do a good job. That's why they keep you as a worker. 39.5 hours a week so they don't have to pay you overtime. That's why they keep you there. You do good. But you're hard work yourself. But don't nobody like you. It just costs too much money to train a new person. People skills. But if you're not like, it's really hard for you to make money. I'm not saying that you have to be all extroverted friendly, but you have to know when to turn on and impress people when you need to. I, I guide you to a book. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's a good book. I read it twice a year to remind myself. I ain't got it all together. <laughs> I got the print. Uh, actually, it's one of the books. It's only, it's only two books. I, I only give out two books. One of the books that I give out, I, I give out Think and Grow Rich, but the main book I give out is How to Win Friends and Influence People. I actually, I have it on Audible so I can listen to it, but I actually have a... I have like three print copies left in my house right now. I buy friends and people. I buy about five copies because you can normally catch them pretty reasonable. And whenever I meet can the you, right person, I hand them the book. Can you repeat the title? Oh, I'm so glad we have a person who wants to read it. Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Jackson, going to go get the book right for you right now to show you the picture, <laughs> show you the book cover. How to win friends and influence people. It is. You, you'll never meet a millionaire that ain't read it. Wow. Well, if you do, it ain't that many. How to win friends <laughs> and influence people.
you don't get to be in a mastermind and don't know how to make friends with your mind. Y'all didn't like that? Man, I ain't got no agenda. This is just, it, it's not my fault that this chapter of the book came up. I think timing is convenient. It ain't got nothing to do with me. I would have said this regardless because I understand that y'all are poor because you're poor to people. If you're not gonna be nice to people, money will not be nice to you. If you are not gonna be nice to people, money is not gonna be nice to you. I'm sorry. Did that, oh, did I share my screen? Oh, okay. I can say, man, okay, man. I'm slick. All right. Now, Shannon, go through your pictures on your Mac. Let's see what you've been doing. What kind of vacations you went to. Okay. Okay. Norman Vincent Field. The power of positive thinking. That's a good one. That is a good one. That's Jack. He got that one up. No. Shannon, you to go to your Aruba. And tell me, I have right. a question. <laughs> I have a, I have, I have sure, a question. When you say, then I believe that you have to be nice to people. Does it, I mean, being nice is courteous and polite. How genuine does the niceness have to be? You have to be nice. You have to be nice. Y'all stop making up words for nice, nasty. Is what my grandmother would say. <laughs> my grandmother would say, boy, stop being nice, nasty. <laughs> I mean, nice, okay, kind. Nope. How about the word the kind? Vibration. Being kind. Here's how, okay, kind. yes, you gotta be kind, nice, gotta be all of it. It's really about the, you can fool the people, but you can't fool your vibration. You can't fool mm. <laughs> you can fool the people, but you can't fool your vibration. So yeah, you may get over on me, but your vibration and already planted a seed that's getting ready to come back and bite you or come back to bless you. Be nice. Let people talk about you and genuinely care for them. Okay. You know Thank how you, you do that? No. This is for everybody. No, how? How? Please okay, so you ready for this? How? All right. How? Everybody ready for this? Everybody's like, damn, bro, don't, don't make this work because I really don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear. This is how you make it work. <laughs> Walk around in a constant state of forgiveness. Forgiveness. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, 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 that's the way it works. I knew you were going to say that. You know how many religions are based around forgiveness? Right? (laughs) That's kind of the way it works. This is not a new concept. It's kind of in there for a while. <laughs> okay, I forget to roll over here, but yes, and allow. Go ahead, Michelle. No, it, it, it makes sense. Of course, you, you're going to be kind and nice because you've already forgiven them before they've even done anything. So That's right. That's right. Makes and sense. Shannon says, Thanks. and allowing. She's talking about the universal law of law of allowing. And she's right because forgive comes from the Latin word to let go. And to let go. Wow. 
to see, I, I had this perception that law of allowing is just allowing them, but not being nice about it. I'm like, okay, no. I allow that's, them to that's, be. That's tolerating. They are. That's tolerating. They, uh-huh. they have a word for that. It's called tolerating, okay? Tolerating okay. has a bad vibration. <laughs> no, no, no. Allow me. Allow, Shannon, Shannon, Shannon said something to me that I'll never forget. Well, she said a few things, but this is the most powerful thing. She only knows she said this to me. She, she said something that really changed me. She know it? Okay. Her helicopter buddy say she know it. Me and Shannon, I, I, know y'all, I don't know if y'all can believe this. Me and Shannon used to get into it a lot. I don't know if y'all can believe that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, alpha woman, alpha male. <laughs> you know, <laughs> alpha woman, alpha male, we used to get into it, et cetera. And get ready, Law. I'm, I'm, I'm about to come to you right now. And Shannon said something to me about, and she gave me a really big hug that I got on camera too. But Shannon said something to me that I'll never forget. She said, you know what, Tony, because my team calls me Tony. She says, you know what, Tony? I know that you mean the best for me. And I was like, yeah. She said, no, 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 no. Because you are me and I would never hurt me. They missed it. That was too deep. I think that was, I think I took up too deep too fast. I, 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 <laughs> she said it, it was it was so powerful that I went, wow, I didn't even come up with those thoughts. But she's right. Me and Shannon are the same people, just like all of us on this call were the same people. There's one of us in the room. And Shannon understood that I'm future her or something like that, she said. And she wouldn't, she wouldn't hurt her. So now if I say something, Shannon's like, all right, got it, cool. Because she understands that what I'm saying has to be good because she wouldn't say nothing bad to her. And vice versa. Now Shannon, well, she's always now we receive each other flawlessly realizing what well, kind of flawlessly did you know? <laughs> we call Shannon and Tempest a helicopter but they got these emoji faces they can, t- they can twist their face into any one of the emojis on your keyboard it's beautiful how when you understand that when we are one Oh, really? Did we have the same vibration? Okay, so Phil just said that. When we are one, there's more than enough, and I would never hurt me because you're me, and what you're saying isn't hurting me, and there's nothing worse than someone that stands on a platform and teaches this stuff and don't follow it. Sir. Hey, Jerome. I mean, excuse me. Go ahead, Law. You know, <laughs> Jerome really like the same people to me. Oh, Jerome has something to say, too. I thought we'll let Law go first. We'll let Law go first. But, you know, Jerome and, and Law got the same energy. It's, uh, <laughs> it's easy. Go ahead, Law. Hey, guys. How's everyone feeling? Pretty good. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Wait, hold on, Law, before you go. Yeah. Did you have some red wine today? I actually was cooking earlier today, so I had a little more than red wine. I had a little. All right. 
That's about it, buddy. Go ahead. Go I ahead, was making uh, awful, so I was feeling myself, so I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to go, go back ahead, to the thing. So uh, with being nice, you know, my default, because lady always told us, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So my default is always going to toleration. When I don't like you or I can't really stand you, I go to tolerating you because I don't want to necessarily be mean to you. So I still address you, but it's not really in the happiest form. So my whole thing is how do I move away from that toleration? Because that's where I am. I even deal with my siblings in the same way. And, and yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I hear your question in there, and it's not even a question, but it's a question. Look, Tim is like, what's the problem? She with you, Law. What's right, the problem? That's how I feel. I'm going to you because I wanted to cut you off, so you're lucky. But no. And truth, ladies and gentlemen, toleration is a bad vibration. It is. To tolerate something is you to also say, I don't like it. But I'm so unworthy, I'm going to let it stay in my reality until some external force that is not of my own nature, of my own might, takes it away. Did I explain that well? That should have hurt if you feel it. I should have said bye. Quite sure it's not the explanation we want. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't the explanation we want. He wanted, yeah, man, keep tolerating. You're doing good. Nope, 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 Not at all. To tolerate something is to say, you know what? I don't like this. And I am powerless to change it. So I'm just going to wait until it changes itself by something outside of my own source power because I'm not source enough to handle it. Can you repeat that? Yes, whoever the female voice is, go ahead and we get Jerome next. Oh, yes, sure. <coughs> Might come out differently, but it'd be the same thing. To tolerate something is to say, I am powerless and I don't like this. And I'm so powerless, I have to tolerate it. I'm going to be nice about what I don't like. That's not allowing. I'm going to be nice about what I don't like. And soon, not of my own might, but this person or some external force or my God is going to have mercy upon me. And then let it leave me so I can finally enjoy my life when they say so. Mm, mm, mm. I saw a few eyes. Okay, wait. Don't mean to call Jerome, but I got a question. Uh, Not necessarily a question, but I got a statement. So, I said so. I'm sorry. My bad. I I can't be powerful and worthy and not tolerate but i just don't i don't like you so i don't tolerate you and i just don't tolerate you in my atmosphere so you be you on the other side of the room as long as you're saying i don't like you you're tolerating okay as long as someone has affected you to the point 
to where you say, I don't like them. You also say, whenever I encounter or think about this person, they control me so much that they bother me. At okay, home, cool. So tolerating and acceptance are two different things. Hell yeah. Cool. Okay, got you. Got you. <laughs> yes, they are. Got They're you. completely two different things. And yeah. watch this here. Acceptance, acceptance ain't what you want to do either. Allow. Would y'all like to give me a strong, would you like me to give you a strong example of allowing? All right, I'll give you a strong example. Go, go ahead, Jerome. You go first, and then I'll give my closing thoughts on a strong example. If y'all don't mind, I'll end the class in 10 minutes. I'm going to go five minutes over so I can give you a strong example of allowing. Go ahead, Jerome. Okay. I didn't have a question, but means y'all kept throwing my name around. I'm going to put something out there anyway, because I'm here. Go and put it out there. Now, <laughs> today, I started a class with 14 students, all male. Okay? I've got to teach them for three days, all by myself. When we started this morning for registration, which took about half an hour, 45 minutes, as I was registering them, I'm listening to the vibe in the room. One guy got ripped off getting his gas this morning. He came in cussing about saying this and saying that. One got sick, talking about he ready to go home. And the rest of them were one-upping each other about was Biggie the Bass or was Tupac the Bass or Eminem and all. But they were doing a lot of profanity. Okay? Now, this particular course requires that after two months, if they do well, they'll go out and get a job working in property making something out about $16, $17 an hour, and within a year, that'll jump up to $21, $22. a give. It's not a giveaway course. It's a very good course. But I give them for the first time today. I knew from that vibe that this was going to happen for three days, and it didn't sit well with me. So when I started the class this morning, I said, gentlemen, I don't want to be anybody's daddy. I'm the instructor. But I'll tell you this. This is a professional environment, and I say, and if I were coming to a place where I didn't have what I needed, I would be checking myself because you don't know who I am. I know who runs this place, and after you're gone, they'll talk to me. Wouldn't you like me to say something positive about you and not something negative about you? Or on the flip side, I said, well, I teach a good class or a bad class, I get paid. If I teach a bad class tomorrow, I get paid. If I teach a bad class on Friday, I get paid. I got what I came there for. Do you have what you came there for? And for the rest of the day, I might have heard two cuss words. But I didn't tell them not to cuss. I didn't tell them not to use the vanity. I said to them, gentlemen, it's up to you. You're here trying to get what you want. Do you have what you want? And they don't. Then you need to check who you did because you don't know me. That happened today. So, but the cussing stopped. Wow. Everything was cool. All right. Was I kind? Was I was a two hundred? And told me it was a complete description. Dangerous minds. <laughs> you dangerous minds, part two. You were helping the urban city kids. <laughs> All right. Let me let, let me. Thank you very much, Ron. That's that's very powerful. Let me let me let me conclude with a, a great example of allowing. I use this as. A, you may have heard me say this before, but it's the best example I could possibly have. Is anyone here a farmer? 
a literal farmer, you make 100% of your income from tilling the land. Okay, nobody. All right. So this is a great example. Uh, who's to say? Some, yes? Somebody's a farmer? I used to be when I was growing up. Uh, my, <laughs> well, my grandpa was. But All right. Jack used to be. So Jack, it's going to make sense to you then. All right. So we can use him. When Jack was growing up, he grew up on a farm. Now he's a city boy. All right. City slicker. <laughs> okay. The moon is powerful. It shines at night. The truth is it doesn't shine. It just reflects the sun shining so we can see at night and the reflection leads to illumination. Okay? Yes, yes. The moon is constantly, if the moon is constantly falling, it's constantly, the moon is constantly falling but it's also constantly expanding with the universe. That's what orbit is. If you've never known this year, orbit. orbit is when something is always falling, but always expanding. So when something is always falling and always expanding, and since everything is always in motion, one inch at a time, or in this case, 186,000 kilometers when I speed of light. A bunch of kilometers at a time, it just orbits around the earth in a, or whatever it's orbit around in motion. It's always falling and always escaping. It's orbit. This is why you have to launch a satellite out to about 3,000 kilometers above the earth's surface to get that falling and expanding. Now, everything I said so far, y'all ain't know nothing about. Or if you did, you was like, wow, cool. And you allowed that information to go in your life. To a former, the moon controls no water, no fruit, no light, no ability to plant seeds because farmers plant seeds at night. I don't know if y'all know this here. It's too hot to be at noon. The Hebrews worked on a different a lunar calendar. 6 p.m. was midnight to them. Okay? All right. Now, <clears throat> the moon raises the tide. For a farmer, that's a really big deal. Right, Jack? Am I lying? To understand the tides and the lunar calendar, that's a big deal to a farmer. Correct, Jack? He said, yeah, okay, cool. Now, see it now as a farmer. Because as a farmer, you got two things. You got three things. You got your knife, you got your pistol, or shotgun. And you got, no, that's the truth, there's wild animals out there. We don't. Jack, am I lying? Jack, am I? Okay, you see, Jack say I'm not lying. Okay. <laughs> you, got your, you got your pistol or your shotgun. You got your knife. In case you get into some trouble, you got to cut yourself out of it. And you got the lights. Okay? To Jack, he understands this here. To the rest of you, like, man, that's nice. It's cool. 
the sun in our solar system is the most powerful planet, star, whatever you want to say. It's a star, though. There is. It puts off an enormous amount of energy. The moon receives that energy and it reflects it so Jack can have his pistol and his knife and his seeds. The pouch. Okay? Well, now we have the technology. He, he does it on a John Deere you know, tractor or something. You know, he, he does it does a little faster. Okay? Because this, this isn't, you know, 1840. You know, he's got some technology now. But here's what happens. None of y'all care about that. Jack does because he needs the moon and its energy. All of y'all said, oh, look at that moon and its energy. I allow that energy to happen, but I don't give a damn about it. It's cool. It's all right, though. It's all right. I don't care. How you should be about negative people. Y'all thought I was talking about farming this whole time? I was talking about negative people in negative circumstances. The same way you ignore the awesome power of the moon because it ain't got nothing to do with you because you ain't no farmer. The same way you need to ignore negative because it ain't got nothing to do with you because they not you. The moon has energy and every day, unless you are a farmer or a sailor, you don't care. Sailors navigate with it. Farmers form with it. Unless you want to fly up to it. <laughs> Unless you want to fly up to it. And then JFK cared about that, okay? Other than that, it is in a massive amount of constant energy that all of y'all have said, oh, that's cool. I allow that energy to happen without my input. Moon, carry on. Why y'all don't do negative people like that? <laughs> okay, Jerome gets it. <laughs> it's the same, it's the same principle. It is. The moon is more powerful than and none of your and no hate in your life ever caused water to rise or seeds to be planted or reflected sun. The moon is far more powerful than your haters, but you give all your haters attention. Energy. I want all of you to start treating your haters, your negative circumstances like the moon. It's just energy. And if you ain't no sailor or no farmer, if you ain't married to them or sleeping with them, let that energy go over your shoulder. <laughs> you don't need to participate. And to every argument you have been invited to. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. You can plant better. You can. <laughs> Successful class. All right. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all. Shannon's <laughs> like, it ain't successful. You was dragging. All right. Thank y'all, Jack. Good to see you as always. I just noticed my man Mark is on here. Mark Davenport. Good to see you, sir. Law, all of you, appreciate you. Anthony Lee, I'm gonna need a text message from you soon. Thank all of you, love you as kind and good as I can love you. King Tate, good to see you, my man. Let's catch up soon. And go to King Tate if you want your credit fixed and go to Mark. You better you shout out a woman. 
shouting out all these men. You better shout some women names. Tempest, thank you for being the rock. Thank you for being the rock of Gilead, Tempest. Shannon, thank you for getting on hair with your hair all sloppy. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Rachel, thank you as well. And Ashley, our wonderful introvert, appreciate you as well. Love all of you. Now we got women. Thank you, Boo Boo. Shannon, always keep me in line. line. All right, y'all. Thank y'all. <laughs> we'll see y'all tomorrow for the marketing and training. Appreciate you. Thank you for coming out. God bless you and good night. Good night. Good night.